All right, so uh, you're listening to the Role Playing Exchange, and today it's Star Trek Adventures with your GM, me, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey. (laughs) Also here today are our players. Uh, I guess we'll start with you, Sean. It's me. It's Sean. I'm still playing Thrashiv, the grumpy old security chief. Yay. Oh, uh, hey, uh, this is Aaron Karsten, Role Playing Public Radio, and I will be continuing my part as uh, Edson Platt. And this is Burke. I'm back, and I'm playing Dr. Lenara Morrow. All right. I'm so glad <laughs> to have you back, Burke, because Thank it you. all went to hell in a handbasket. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. So, uh, last time we left the crew, the USS Mercury had been captured by Klingons. Uh, and there are uh, there is a Klingon prize crew on the Mercury currently, and all the crew members of the Mercury are trapped inside of their crew quarters. Uh, communications are down. Replicators are obviously down. Otherwise, you could turn that replicator into a transporter or replicate yourself some phasers. <clears throat> Get on it. So, like real, real <laughs> talk though. Did they like search the rooms before they locked us in there? Because I'm just saying, like I've got a stash in here. If they didn't, um, no, they did not search the rooms. They didn't have time. They transported off all the senior officers, sent a prize crew aboard, and sent everybody at gunpoint to the rooms. Uh, they have, up to this point, been calling people to uh, to an interrogation room where they were asking them, you know, their name and rank and serial number and what their position is on the ship. Uh, and before the ship prize crew arrived, uh, Chief Tashiv managed to get some of his security fellows in some blue shirts where they can uh, <laughs> hopefully remain undetected among the science part of the crew. I'm waiting for, like... <clears throat> That one guy that was like, oh, yeah, I'll put on the science uniform. And, you know, all he is is, like, like legitimate meathead. And yeah. they're like, yeah, just, all right, so what do you do about the ship? Uh, I science things. things. <laughs> <laughs> I rub science on things, and then it tells me what it is. <laughs> Way to screw up the plan, Steve. <laughs> I know I should have trusted you, Steve. <laughs> it's always Steve's fault. So, so at this moment, we're basically just being detained and, uh, while they're going through interviewing everybody else. Yeah, the interview has not come to you guys yet. How many hours? Uh, it's like how many hours has it been since the initial takeover? Uh, it has been four, and you are currently on your way back to Klingon space. You know it'll take a week or two to get there. Okay, so and we're we're start going at like the speed that the Mercury can manage, which is like nothing basically. Yeah, the, yeah, it was damaged. It was basically what down to warp two or three. Yeah, so it's um, it's in bad shape, uh, which is really what's causing the the delay. Um, just a, a quick question from last week: Is it actually being towed, as in by tractor beam by the Klingons, or have they just taken over the ship and are piloting back? They are piloting it back. All right. So I just want to be clear that the captain just gave over all the command codes. Is that. No. Or, okay. Uh, the captain did not provide them with command codes. Okay, I didn't know how, how hard she caved. No, she didn't cave. She's holding out. Because, you know, she might not be a good combat captain. That doesn't mean she's not a good officer. She's going to hold on to those command no, that's, codes. I understand. That's fair. That's They're doing it mainly through manipulating main engineering. Okay. You know, you just got to have a lot of access. So, which is true. While we're kind of waiting in here, because how uh, let's I'll try to think of the of what we're doing right now. Because I'm I'm assuming right now any kind of uh, well, how how badly have the Klingons locked uh, locked out the systems? I know the replicators are probably gonna, going to be offline at this moment, but what about just general access around the ship? Uh, main computer is down, as far as you're aware. Uh, 
or at least you can't access it. <clears throat> Environmental still up, you know, okay. every once in a while mm. the, the kicks on. Um, so it's- you've got restricted access to that, but it's restricted in the way that if you start messing with it, you know, they're going to start counter programming. So, which is so, fine too. And thinking okay. of counter programming. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Right. No, no, no. I was just wondering since we have an advanced stick bay, is yes, it feasible yeah. that we probably have additional computing resources that the Klingons don't know about? For uh, it's entirely likely. Yeah. But you know, you'd have to use them for, it would require a lot of work to get them to do something other than, Mm-hmm. You know, analyzing people's bodies. Oh, really? It might take a lot of work to like retake the ship from an invasive force. I'm just, I'm just trying to set the stakes out here for it. I'm not just going to roll in the sick bay and hit a button and be like, take over ship. Um, this game sucks. Well, <laughs> sorry, I have, I have a possible That's idea. Fine. Of how we might be able to do it because, uh, like I said, Mer- the Mercury is a test bed vehicle primarily. Mm-hmm. Is there by any chance that with the new ones we currently have uh, access? Uh, would we have access to maybe test versions of the bioneural uh, to like gel packs utilized uh, on yes. the Intrepids? Uh, well, I mean, it's a it's a slightly more advanced. The Intrepid would are was already like in was already designed. Um, okay, so we have but, another uh, one that's being used. Yeah, you have True. a slightly more advanced version of it. How so it's uh, like, like how two Okay, how extensive is that? Actually, replacing the majority of like the isolinear chip functions, or is it only restricted to certain areas as part of the test? Uh, it's replacing the isolinear chip. Okay, what's the what? What was the what would you say our level of conversion rate has been on it so far? Um, I mean, it's almost completely converted. Okay. That very well may give us an advantage because this is one uh, that absolutely was a system that was not being advertised to the. That's like any of our uh, allies at this point. So that that's like that very well may be some. Uh, there may be a way we can actually bypass the Klingons. That's uh, like access, or at least make sure that they're not noticing it, given a potential. Uh, that's like a, a potential code or communications through that. But I definitely, it's like, as I don't understand them as well, I would definitely need somebody on the medical side of that to be able to go since it's a fusion technology. I will say that uh, I just need to remind you guys that you do not have communications with. So I uh, know th- this is me talking to myself and probably my bunkmate who's just going, shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, your bunkmate's just like rolling over. He's like, let me wake me up when we get returned to the Federation. So are you going to do anything? Uh, are you figuring we, you can do anything to help or assist with that endeavor? I mean, if you come up with a plan, I'll do the plan, but... <clears throat> Which is thinking about that. So, hmm. well, I might be able to do that, but... Actually, uh, who's my bunkmate? Uh, who is your bunkmate? Let's find out. Okay, <laughs> the random generator. That's right. Uh, your bunkmate is a tolerate by the name of Glan. Ooh, one of the founding race. Yeah, Ensign Glan. Okay, so uh, let's see. Well, I might be able to do something in turn here. So, because um, Glan, I've had a hard time understanding. Uh, it's like possibly remembering, but what is it that you said that made you as uh, uh, it's like made you as sick as you've ever been in the when you ordered it from the mess hall? Yeah, so, cheeseburger. I, the cheeseburger, oh, a cheeseburger. 
So it's, what was it's it about? Disgusting. It? You're, well, we're I mean, going I, to milk an animal, curdle the milk, slap that curdled milk on the meat of the same animal, and then consume it. Well, Horrible. Uh, well, I, well, my main question is: Is that the thing? Is that the part of the meal that was giving you that slight anaphylactic reaction? Uh, yes, that was it. Yes, and that's what I thought. So uh, I'm going to uh, go over to the uh, our replicator. I know it's basically locked out, but I want to see if I can access maybe its its memory storage and see if I can do rig it for a one time expenditure. So I uh, basically I wanted uh, to I, w- I want to see if I can do a rep- one time replication of cheese by hacking into it. Yeah, sure. Um, now this is going to be a difficult roll. Uh, I do have a, a lot of these rolls are going to be hard. That's fine, but I do have a focus on uh, transporters and replicators. That's good. Okay. Um, so you're going to need four successes. Four you're successes. You have to manage to route power to the replicator from somewhere else in the room. Uh, program it to produce one piece of uh, American cheese <laughs> and uh, insufficient quantities to give poor Klan his uh, his almost choking to death on his own organs response. Okay. And uh, do it without the Klingons detecting it, figuring out what you're trying to do. Uh, uh actually, <laughs> the thing is, is oh damn it. Uh, actually, better idea. So, um, looking, uh, uh I'm gonna go ahead. I'm actually gonna do something else in this case, but it's still gonna be That's the replicators. Fine. But I'm going to basically set it as an overload. So it'll hurt. It will set to hurt me just a little bit. Basically, a phase shock. Okay, but, so you're gonna have it explode with sparks. So and then yeah, making up an excuse when the Klingons come in. So to state that it's 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 it is it is malfunctioning and show a slight burn right now that I'm going to demand to uh, that I'm going to say I need to see go to the uh, uh, medical bay for right. So all right. So all right. Well, that still take a. To just do an overload in that act, would that would that still require a four? Uh, it's only going to need three. Three, okay. And in this case, uh, I guess that's going to be a daring engineering roll. Yes. Okay. Like I said, a lot of daring coming up. Focus. And <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, I'm going I'm to spend one momentum on this. So I think if we have it, it makes sense for you to do it because, like, that's your whole jam is okay. being the prodigy or whatever, little Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, really, really. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you have to use the W word? Just shoot me out of the goddamn ship already. I've got I've got four weeks of pent up antagonizing to do. It's gonna come out today. I haven't slept much in three weeks. It's you know, we're... Well, it's when you're actually doing real science. That's your combat science for you. Instead of yeah. bullshit that I'm making up on the fly. So, yeah. All right. Uh, focus on one momentum. Uh, three dice. Let's go. Uh, got it. Actually, I had my four. Nice. Can I say it makes the cheese at the same time? <laughs> if you want to eat a piece of cheese, then sure. Well, it's mainly just to give it to him. So, so blow it up and to basically put it right. Uh, cheese gets splattered on your chest instead of that like burn mark that the uniforms get. It's just like a burnt piece of cheese. Oh. And you are injured. Um, yeah, so let's just say, uh, yeah, you're hurt. So you're going to beat him. And Why is he hurt? That's you a penalty. Got blasted in the face by molten cheese. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't but... feel great. Yes. I'm going to say... Uh, so what What would be the level of that? Just uh, just hurt molten cheese? 
Yeah, hurt molten cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this is the comedy right. of ours way. You're going to get this back. Good start. <laughs> uh, you know what? I've done worse right now. Uh, so, oh, oh God. Who was the other incident? I forgot his name. Sorry. Uh, Glon. Glon. Does he even react to this? Or uh, He watches you tinker with it and he explodes and he hustles over. Is it okay? Are you all right? Oh, God. You made the cheese. It, it is. And I'm it's all over your sorry. face. I'm terribly sorry for it. taking part of what it splattered over there and shoving it under in in his mouth. Oh God! You see, just like scrape the cheese off your face and jam it down his. No, it's like on the shirt. So, <laughs> the uh, right. yeah, that's that would be worse. But I am uh, trying to make him sick so we have an even better excuse. So, all right, well, he chokes on the cheese and then he swallows it because he's kind of got an idea as to what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so and did the the explosion or the the power gorge get get the attention of the Klingons, or do I have to call this in? Uh no, it gets the attention of the Klingons. Okay, so you got to wait like two or three minutes, and then a Klingon shows up. Oh, he says, "What oh. has happened here?" Meanwhile, poor oh. Juan is like gasping for air in a corner. We heard that's like I heard a I heard a noise coming from the replicator, and so that's like when I tell, to look to investigate it, it it apparently overloaded an EDM conduit with it. That's like when trying to uh, to produce the last thing that was on in its buffer memory. That's like it ended up hurting me and um uh, and my co and my uh, shipmate is uh, is having a reaction to the cheese. We need to go to the med uh, we need to go to med bay or sick bay. All right, he looks at you. He squints his eyes, and then he kind of bends over and peeks inside the replicator and looks around inside of it. And he walks over to Glan and looks in his face, and he walks over to you and says, Is this true? So this will be your, your time to roll. Okay. All right. So <laughs> uh, let's see. So is that going to be daring command or presence uh, command? I would say, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be... Daring in command, yeah. Daring command. Uh, can I use a Klingon linguistics for a focus? <laughs> to... uh, unless you're going to say it to him in Klingon, which I basically was like, do I look like a uh, do I look dishonorable to you? Uh, all right, that's good enough. Okay, uh, and I will ask everybody else. Do you want me to use the momentum again, just in case, or do I don't want to get back from your last roll. Had a, an additional success. Oh, we did. Okay, but also, does he roll a challenge dice to get? He momentum? does. Yeah. Oh god damn it! I've been told on that. So, uh, yeah, if you don't mind me, I, that's going to be like I, I need all the help I can get on this. Yes, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> all right, uh, I'll take that oops. momentum. No, I don't want fifteen challenge dice. <laughs> we'll take whichever one is the result we want. Yeah, one of those okay. fifteen is what we needed, so we're good. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so I make my roll, and then the challenge dice produces. Yeah, you just hit that okay. challenge dice button there. Okay, so well, uh, my task roll first <laughs> one. This is going right. to end well. Um, and just one challenge dice, or no? That was for the prior thing. But yeah, you oh, can roll okay. the challenge die to see if you got the momentum back. Okay, so uh, so just one. Is it one challenge dice? Momentum. Yes. Yeah. He did use momentum previously. Yeah. All right. Looks like we were good. <laughs> I just want to make sure that it's clear for Aaron that anytime you use momentum, you can roll a challenge dice afterwards, and if you get a success on the challenge dice, you get the momentum that you spent back. Right. Okay. Okay. So well, looks like we did it this time. So. All right. <clears throat> he squints at you, and you're clearly, you've been shocked. And he says, I will bring a doctor here. And he turns on his heel. And, oh, well, I guess that's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, kind of half work. I guess Meanwhile, you guys are right now. So how, 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 how well are you breathing? Uh, uh, They're very tough uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he still is breathing. 
Good. You can make that noise. That's a good sign. That's great. So we'll go to Dr. Morrow. Dr. Morrow, yeah. Klingon, suddenly arrives in your room. Okay, so I was also confined to my quarters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they've taken all of the still injured from the previous battle uh, mm-hmm. over to the Klingon ship with the... Oh, no. With uh, Commander Kofar looking after them. Mm. Okay. That just leaves me. Yes. That's right. You're the only doctor here, as far as I know, anyway. They haven't gone through the whole crew yet. Sure. Um, you are needed. What happened? Supposedly, an EPS conduit exploded in one of the rooms that your crew members are staying in. One crew member was injured, another accidentally. Again, he emphasizes accidentally. Oh, no. Seems to have consumed a substance known as cheese. Oh, is it Ensign? Blah, blah, blah. His Blah. name, I don't remember. That's the one. Yes. I've dealt with this before. I mean, I suppose, are we going to sickbay? Have you moved them there? No, you will attend to them in their room. Well, your men took all of my equipment, so I have to at least go get... He thrusts so. a tricorder and emergency medical kit at you. This will suffice. Suffice. <sighs> okay, go. <laughs> Take them from him. All right, he arrives in front of... Uh, he arrives in front of Platt's room and says, thank you for not making this difficult. Anything. He at you. Just want to make sure. Uh, we'll let you in and then leaves. Locks the door. Want to make sure everyone's healthy. So, doctor? Turn around. What happened, Ensign? What did uh, you do? A, uh, it's like it. I guess while he's uh, talking, I'll go take care of the tele. Yeah. Uh, so an unfortunate, uh, it's like uh, and it, it will seem to be an unfortunate, um, buff, uh, it's like a bu- a unfortunate command or buffer issue uh, with the uh, replicators. I think un- ultimately there may be a problem. Uh, like there may be a problem with the. That's uh, uh, like the current process. That's uh, like the current uh, processing power. That's mm-hmm. uh, like or with the main computer offline, the uh, conduits. <laughs> I uh, seem to be maybe overloaded. Something else that I would like to look at, but unfortunately can't do that, especially in my condition, as well as my that's like as my roommates. How many times do you wink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm my face is away, and as I'm saying it, I'm getting one of those increasingly creepier Denoblian smiles. Oh no! But but in turn, right now, I that's uh, like if. Uh, it's like, but I honestly feel worse than I am, and uh, and I'm uncertain if our injuries will require perhaps a larger scan on one of the bio beds. Okay. Wink, uh, wink nudge, nudge, make it. Right, this this will here. be a zero difficulty <laughs> roll to convey the information you want. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shit? Okay, what what do I need to roll on that? Uh, Just it's going to be um, it's presence, presence and. Okay. Uh, Command. Command. Just like, take <sighs> me to sick bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. This, this uh, man is far too injured for me to take care of here. And um, I'll pull out a little something, give him a little shot that makes his like mouth froth up. <laughs> Just kind of have, have, you treated, have you treated Glan yet? Because he's he's actually that, very well. That's what I said. As I was going to go do it okay, yeah. while while Aaron was yeah. talking. <clears throat> okay, so well, I'll, I'll I'll make my excuse. So. so I'll give I'll give Glad. I'll just sort of apologize and then give him a little something that makes him look a little sicker than he really is. In addition to carrying the actual anaphylactic. Okay, so yeah, Response. he won't he won't choke. It's to a death. ruse, Joe. 
Oh, so we're, we're, <laughs> uh, so we're, uh, we're probably so pulling a Carl Bones move. Yeah, well, you wanted to get to sickbay. We'll just make right. it a little uh, convincing. Uh, does, did that give us any momentum on, or an actual momentum for making our crewmate sicker to make the excuse? I'm go? not actually making him sicker. I, I don't just. <laughs> uh, I mean, what'll give you the momentum is to make that roll and see how many successes you come up with. All right, just two ones, no focus. Right, just one. So. <laughs> All right, well, better than nothing. That's fine. It's one one momentum. That's right. All right, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm like, please let us go to sick bay now. All right, so if you want to. The Klingon comes in after you've after he figures you've spent enough time treating them, and he says, <laughs> "Is there a further problem? They appear worse." I don't have the necessary equipment in this emergency med kit to help a Tellerite with an allergic reaction. We need to get him to sick bed, or else he's going to die. All right, now that's going to be a roll to convince him. Okay, uh, this will be presence or daring, and I guess medicine if you're going to snow him under with. Yeah. <laughs> With medical terminology. All right. Whoops. Oh, no. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that threat. Chomp, uh, chomp, chomp. Do you want to you try to reroll it or anything? What What can I do to reroll? What, what, what are my apps? Uh, can't you do a determination to roll? I mean, theoretically. You can, you can use a determination to get like an automatic critical if you do it beforehand, or I think you can use it after the fact and reroll. Yeah, but I'm I don't know if the consequences are actually bad. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm tossing that out there in case you really wanted to get to sick bay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, I don't. It's a little early in the game, probably to burn my termination. I feel like this isn't high enough stakes for that. And then Klingon just says, "I see you will remain here and treat them as best as you can." And then he leaves and locks you in there with them. All right, for Shiv. Hey, it's your turn. Uh, who are you in your room with? Uh, I don't know. We haven't determined who my roommate is here, so... All right, well, who is he or she? Uh, let's see. It'd be another, probably another chief, we said, so... Right. Um, uh, just give me a position. A... What are they chief of? What department do they work operations. in? Operations. Operations. All right. Uh, you have Chief Tasai as a Vulcan chief of operations, uh, life lifetimer in Starfleet. Uh, she's been in Starfleet as uh, chief of operations for like seventy years. Again, another uh, another like high level uh, off uh, non com to offset uh, Captain Shelley's uh, relative inexperience. Uh, so basically, I'm going to have been spending my time trying to not get in a fight with the Vulcan, as has long since been a standing tradition between our species. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, legit. Um, <laughs> I will be, basically. I think I, I would like to spend my four hours, like as the ops chief, they would be thinking and considering stuff from a completely different perspective than mine. Uh, so basically, putting their logic to work on how the hell we're going to get ourselves out of the situation. Because my coming up with it off the cuff didn't work with a crap on the last go around. So I'm going to Vulcan to sit down and uh, human computer his way through this. <laughs> All right, now put your Vulcan mind. Sasai basically reacts to that request with the statement, I do not understand. Are Tellarites all of the same level of intelligence? I should say Andorians. How could I possibly confuse you? <laughs> uh, I, would, I would also wonder how it is that you could possibly confuse us, but uh, we'll, we'll, put, we'll put that aside for now. There are bigger 
uh, cracks in the ice to deal with here than, than just that one. Um, I'm at a loss. I don't know how to... How are we going to retake the ship? How are we going to get the crew safe without uh, putting them into further danger or guaranteeing the death of more of the crew? I'm asking you to put some, some of your famous Vulcan logic. I mean, we both know that you're much more uh, adept at that way of thinking than I am. So help me, help me work through this problem and come to some kind of a, a possibility. I here. see. My opening statement is as follows. I like immediately roll my eyes and then go, crap, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Proceed, please. You are under stress. Humanity has a great deal of useful sayings to cover large and complex circumstances. I believe the one that applies here is one cannot create an omelet without destroying a few eggs. Uh, there is no ch- opportunity to retake the ship without putting the crew at risk. Indeed, if we are familiar, if we can trust uh, our understanding of Klingon uh, capture protocols of a state that they respect, we are likely to be placed in a prison. But conditions will not be bad. However, I agree that we should retake the ship. Uh, there are several components of of the ship which we which it would do well not to fall into Klingon hands if they are going to be hostile going forward. Have you attempted to? create a communication system with the rest of the crew. I have not attempted that at this time. Uh, I'm limited in the resources here in the in our room. So, uh. Well, there are several uh, equipment access panels. Uh, these access panels have <clears throat> sound-deadening material on the inside, but not necessarily on, on the inside of the room, I should say, but not necessarily within the panel itself. This strikes me as a means of communication, where, which is available to be utilized. Uh, I believe the uh, the humans had a game for this called uh, Telephone. Yes. Are you aware of the point of playing the game? <clears throat> uh, that the message gets confused. Yes. Indeed. However, uh, I believe the only rooms we would need to communicate with to establish uh, a potential nucleus of a rebellion would be the ones that adjoin our own. In fact, I happen to know as chief of operations that on either side of your, of our room are two uh, security um, uh, crewmen and one engineer. One security crewman has a room to himself. Uh, He was lucky. I, I'm interested to know how he got so lucky, as a matter that Sorry, that's not the topic at hand. Perhaps uh, we can discuss that at a later date. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's a doable thing. Okay, I can get on that. So the question is, though, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with being here when I self-destruct the ship to prevent the secrets and the stuff in development and the things that we don't want the Klingons to have if they're going to continue to be enemies of the Federation. I'm, I'm not necessarily content in doing that with everybody aboard unless there's absolutely no other option. So how the heck do we get either the people out or how do we effectively neutralize the Klingons to be able to get the ship away from them? Um, uh, a doctor would likely be able to tell us uh, what the particular environmental difficult, particular environmental requirements of Klingons, which might not apply to the rest of the crew. Uh, alternatively, we could attempt to access the 
warp core and cause a warp core breach or warp core ejection, which would, of course, necessitate evacuating the ship. I do not believe the Klingons will leave us here to perish. Uh, they will likely allow us to enter our escape pods, uh, as, especially as they have none of their own, or at least none to share. I think you are overly gracious in your opinion of how Klingons view prisoners, but... That's entirely possible. I, 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 I can't necessarily disagree with your thought process on it so far. So um, the question would then be, how do we get control of or access to from here to the warp core? It's not, it's not uh, as easy as getting uh, through a panel and into a Jeffrey's tube from here, I don't believe. No. Uh, as I imagine, the Klingons will be monitoring Jeffrey's tubes. However, immediate access to the warp core is not necessary. All we need to acquire is access to a location that will then subsequently give us access to the The panel behind me is a tight fit, but I believe one humanoid person could enter it um, and thereby escape the room. Um, alternatively, we could uh, recreate the fights, which I believe are by now famous uh, in the crew, uh, and perhaps lure a Klingon guard here, and then together uh, remove him from the equation. I mean, I like that idea. The problem, though, is that he's going to alert the others that he came here for something, and they're going to come check, or they're going to send in more than just one. I believe I can handle a Klingon warrior. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not that mad. I've, 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 yeah, you, you fucked me once or twice when I got out too far out of line. I get it, but... Uh, uh, certainly they would not send more than three. I don't think they have enough personnel to send... Even, I don't even know that they could send three, to be completely honest. They have uh, the bare minimum possible to carry the ship back. I agree. As such, perhaps, uh, perhaps they will send only two, and then we can remove them. All right, I'm done for this game. If you're ready for it, I'm ready for it. Uh, I definitely say we should try to put the guards in and overpower them first. And if that is unsuccessful and one of us can try to escape through the uh, the panel at the back of the room. Uh, that seems like an excellent plan. Okay, Are you ready so to initiate it? Once we get out of our room is the immediate thing to grab the people on either side of us and then proceed directly to the warp core or to where we can... Uh, effectively uh, manipulate the warp core or do we need to try to do something else first? Uh, I imagine uh, we would likely, <clears throat> likely the Klingons are operating the ship from main engineering. Uh, if we are going to access the warp core and not have a requirement of storming main engineering, well, I will either have to gather more crew members or uh, make our way to the computer core or, access another part of the ship which can replicate the computer core. Possibly sickbay. It has the most secondary computing equipment. Oh, sickbay could work. Yeah. Okay, so we empty the rooms as we can in route from us to sickbay so that we've got as much crew as we can get without being distracted by that process. And then we take and hold sickbay? I believe so. There is only one entrance. Um, we can utilize the materials in sickbay to um, to counteract any sort of environmental uh, effects the Klingons attempt to impose upon us there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, holding sickbay seems like a reasonable alternative. I think I like this plan. Desai, I may have been too quick to judge you. Yeah, I might be a decent person after all. <laughs> Thank you. Are you ready to commence this plan? I am ready when you are. 
he strikes you in the face. (laughs) 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 Or she strikes you in the face, I should say. Oh, beautiful. Uh, So good. Okay, uh, so I I will fight back, um, you know, purposely breaking as much stuff as possible to make some noise uh, without, you know, actually hurting anybody. All right, so Cleon shows up, looks in. You see him turn around and wave somebody else over. Somebody else hustles over. They say, stop this immediately. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to, like, get me a Klingon. Cause... All right, let's, let's, let's do this combat. Fight them Klingons. <laughs> so it's narrative. You're just trying to knock the Klingons out, right? Uh, I mean, I guess. What's your goal to, to how are you going to deal with the Klingons? You want to tie them up? Do you want to incapacitate I, I, them? I had every Do intention of kill one a bad, bad Starfleet officer and um, using an ice axe to dispose of them. So that okay, they so no you want to kill them? Yeah. yeah, I'm like I said, I, I am willing to be a bad Starfleet officer. Uh, That's fine. The crew, so it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, uh, what did my character? I had it open. I don't know what I did with it. There it is. Yeah, I found it. Okay, let's roll some dice. Okay, so some daring and some security. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a threat. Ooh. So that I can get uh, an extra dice to roll. Nice. Stop um, it. Okay, so here's, here's the deal I'm, while I'm doing this, because um, I'm specifically using my Ushan Tor, and as an Andorian, the Ushan gives me, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, somebody's going to. These, none of these point words point. are real. Don't worry yeah, about no, it. Uh, <clears throat> no, no one who listens to this is going to care as much as we do. So yeah. it's fine. If I, if, I, uh, <laughs> if I use threat to buy dice on melee checks when I'm using the weapon, uh, I can re-roll my whole pool. So I'm trying to... I'm hedging my nice. bets here. Is why I gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, threat, do that. So. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I get... I mean, give me two or does that give me three? It gives me two, right? Yeah, two. No, uh, you yes. only roll two, two all to begin with, right? remember it's been like it's been like weeks since i've looked at this game how am i supposed to remember <laughs> what, what are you trying to do the baseline for a roll is one dice or two two okay so i'm gonna be rolling three that, that that's right i couldn't remember if i was rolling was for roll two or three that, so, okay uh button it's the 2d20 system if that helps oh, yeah that's right i see I, I like i said i knew that stuff i've read this book i You're very okay. haven't, haven't looked at it in a while <laughs> uh but there's three successes there you go. All right, finally. Some some good news for the good guys. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so you place that Ushan tour, correct, wherever you want to put it, that will kill a Klingon. <laughs> right in between some skull wrinkles. <laughs> there you go. That would, that would probably do it. That would probably do it. I don't think they have duplicate brains. So, uh, yeah, so it goes down immediately. The Klingon is just dead. Uh, meanwhile, the Vulcan... Uh, performs the usual Vulcan neck pinch and then looks over at your dead Klingon and shrugs and breaks <laughs> <laughs> breaks her Klingon's neck. Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> this way they don't get back up in a little while and track us down. A logical excuse. <laughs> We're about to Let us fight proceed. right here in the hallway. <laughs> Tell me that's an excuse. Okay, uh, so I'll go directly to the room to the right for for her to go to the room to the left and uh, uh so you can have a zero a zero spend uh or a zero difficulty roll to fiddle with the door enough so that it'll open for you i mean and you are in starfleet this is your ship you have security codes okay uh what is that like a 
just roll two dice, and if any successes you get will uh, appear as momentum. Mm-hmm. Nice. Five momentum? Does that max put us up at six? A six. You're at max. Yeah. Nice. But I'm at four threat. <laughs> True. All right, so um, now you've freed one engineer and two other security officers, so there's five of you. Uh, now... Uh, team science and engineering is really slipping here, but... Yeah, really. Uh, Tasai is going to um, going to let you take the lead on this since this is really a security problem. He will just perform. I'll take uh, the other. Oh, go ahead. Just tell me we're going to go next, and then I'll switch back to the other team. Uh, I'm going to get. Um, we got two security guys, right? Right. Uh, one security guy takes the the back end of the group, and the other guy up front with me, and we're going to beeline it straight for uh, sick bay. Okay. Uh, great. So, team science, team yes. team engineering and medicine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably uh, I'm probably sitting at the table with uh, the ensign, just like with a little sonic scrubber, helping him clean cheese and froth <laughs> out of his beard, apologizing every couple se- minutes. Uh, he does eventually recover. He's like, I'm fine now. So I'm just gonna sorry go take a shower. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'll be out in twenty minutes. <laughs> That the, they they disabled the sonic showers because we could use that. I'll use a water shower. Ugh. I'll do allergic that at too, but all right. So, um, <laughs> uh, in any water. case, I, I was hoping that we might be able to get an access to the lots like to the sickbay computers, but unfortunately, the plan did not work out as intended. So, well, working out. Right, although, that can, is a good idea. Although, can uh, the doctor reduce my hurt status? Yes. Okay. Probably That's just a yeah. little hypo spray. Yeah, <laughs> fully. Alrighty. So, but this brings the question of what we can do to at least that they are here. What we might be able to do, at least in the general plans. Um, so, actually, because uh, uh, they could I actually check on one thing right now? Not basically, uh, not to hack into the system, but just to determine that the Klingons have shut off everything, so they're not listening in. Uh, you can, yeah, you can run a quick check and see what, uh, see what they have left okay. on. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, insight and, or reason and engineering. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yes, three. Nice. Right. So how thoroughly have they shut it off? Have they, do they actually have an understanding of how our comm systems work and uh, what they are leaving on or off? Uh, they basically just shut down the main computer. So like you could probably... Again, you could probably retask existing local nodes. Uh, everything still has a lot of stuff. Still has power because they need to operate the ship, and they don't have blueprints for it. Uh, they tried to use, they tried to use it the way they would use regular Excelsior, and quickly figured out that wasn't going to work. We we rewired a lot of things. So okay. So if there's a chance right now, so at least right now it's not being listened to, but also if as long as we had node connections, we could probably make relays as we moved along to be able to contact other rooms or other places. Uh, locally, very locally, okay. probably within, you know, would it be limited to just or so like, feet? Okay, so it's really, really close. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Adjacent rooms, basically. Okay. Yeah. But the main thing okay. I was trying to figure out is if they, if they could listen in, but it sounds like they can't. So, uh, or at least they they aren't willing to take the risk required to make it so that they could listen in. Okay. So it's primarily just my concern of t- talking freely in the room. Um, 
But while the doctor's going over that, I'm going to discuss everything, the ideas, and specifically with being able to maybe retask some of the bioneural, uh, the newer bioneural gel pack systems in order to reestablish control back to main engineering. Because all of this is operating off of a uh, operating off of a principle that, as far as I'm, I understand, the Klingons have no concept of. And that they would be looking into uh, things where you know general uh, oh uh, con- uh, general areas where we were still using isolinear chips. Uh, I mean, they are aware that you're using some sort of biological material as the as the main computer, but they, but is but they don't know how to operate it. So so I'm thinking if we might be able to do something and that's like maybe make a connection or in turn set off an alert somewhere else and send them on a uh, on a wild goose chase they may be able to uh, like we may be able to retake the main systems i mean it's possible um it's something you'd have to again it's it's that's the sort of thing you'll have to give a shot uh you do know that <clears throat> the because it does run on a biological systems like that does reduce somewhat that your capability to re to re-specialize the computer because it's like grown with a specific goal in mind. You understand what I mean? Yes. So it, it's, it's hardwired and essentially yeah. to what they're using. So, uh, which is true though. I'll, although would it be another reason and would it be an, uh, a reason engineering role to see, to state if there were either isolinear bypasses that we could activate during this time. So something that would have been kept in as a, as an alternative, as a alternative yeah, measure in case, in case of emergency, in case your computer got sick, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go and roll that. Uh, two. Okay. Um. Yes. Uh. Now, those are also nodal. Um. There are. Uh. There do exist. Uh. Bypasses like all your secondary systems are on the isolinear chip system. Um. But. Uh, you know, you can't just like rip a panel off everywhere and drop some isolinear chips in there. Like they're <clears throat> because it is not the primary system. Uh, you can't access that part of it from anywhere. So you'll have to leave the room to you. Okay. And that's where we're needing the excuse to get out. Right. So as much as I, I hate to ask this doctor, is there anything else that you could replicate in either a Tellarite or a Denoblian? That would that's uh, like that would make a, a worse case. That's uh, like a necessary case to get into. That's like into sick bay. <laughs> I mean, that's a great question. Burke, you're muted. Do- doctor, doctor. Oh, sorry. Doctor, doctor, <laughs> doctor. That's right. Can you repeat your question? I'm sorry. I didn't know you were talking to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, basically, I just want to see uh, if <laughs> seeing the writing in in the uh, roll twenty. Uh, <laughs> that's funny with Sean. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, it's good that we came it off that, so <laughs> nobody knows the the birthing scene tension between. Uh, we're just trying to see if there's another thing, something else you could do to sneak us off. Yeah. Um. Because I at, at this point, it's mainly getting us out of here, or at least one of us. Um, is the pro is the problem that I'm thinking of right now? I unless we're being called in for a specific duty, but I'm. I, there, I'm already seeing the problem that if we're observed doing anything else, then the, the Klingons might just attack us regardless if they sense anything's up. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't split us back up after the. I mean, it was obvious that at least Glom uh, <clears throat> was legitimately sick, if not dangerously ill. Then he was actually just ill. 
something happened. There was some sort of something. So in this case, I again, being an engineer, I'm probably not going to think about, but is there something that you could roll for that would be more, uh, that you could think of right now that would be more serious for a Denobulan that you might be able to replicate with what you have in your, in your uh, med field kit right now? I mean, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that you could make somebody distressingly ill with. Yeah. Um, I mean, can I do uh, some type of low difficulty reason in medicine with my xenobiology focus? Yes. Let's actually do it this time. Okay. That's two. Great. Yeah. Uh, you can come up with, <clears throat> I mean, there are any number of uh, medicines that in a slightly higher dosage are poisonous. Sure. Um, Trying to be less if, obvious. Uh, if you're trying to do something that would be a result of a, an actual medical result of, say, uh, being shocked in the way he claims to have been shocked. That's exactly what I was going to ask, yeah. is if I can do something to give him, like, a non-fatal heart arrhythmia or, like, because he was shocked uh, in the chest, right? Like, it was yeah. the chest? Or some sort of electro neural damage yeah um you could there's you've got something in there that could give him some like uh nerve issue uh yeah (laughs) like almost it's almost too comedic but give him something that gives him like a slight twitch yeah like where he's super (laughs) twitchy and it's like not it's not the kind of twitch that you can just fake Yeah. yeah fake and it's also not the kind of thing that you could just leave alone and we'll get better exactly okay i will explain my plan Benson, um, why don't you lie down before we, we start? Uh, cer- certainly. So uh, just getting in the uh, position. Sort of prep my hypospray. I'm going to give you something that's going to make you basically unable to control mild muscle spasms to create the uh, impression that you have lasting neural damage from the, the conduit shock. Oh, I, uh, I assume this is going to be uh, rather unpleasant. It's going to hurt. I've worked in. It's going to hurt. I can't work in a little numbing agent, a little, little something to help. I'm sorry, we have to make it uh, You can. This time. Uh, well, uh, that's <laughs> going to make the flopping look more pathetic, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. We need realism here. It's okay. It's not permanent, if I remember my Denobulan anatomy, and easily treatable once they get us. Okay. Uh, now, then, let's give that a try <laughs> and see. All right. Give him, the, give him the hypo spray. Okay. At first, it doesn't feel too bad. Like, it's, it's uncomfortable. They do start having some spasms. But uh, pretty soon, it's like all of your nerves are on fire. Like, you're writhing around when you can. Your arms and legs and uh, individual digits are, are jerking at random. Like, you can't control your, your head on your neck. Uh, it's extraordinarily uncomfortable. And you've definitely at least bruised yourself several times by the time the Klingon shows back up. <laughs> And I'm already in position with my tricorder out, acting like right. I'm checking right. on him. So, what uh, is it now? I think he's having a adverse reaction to the, the EPS shock that originally got me here. This looks like severe neural damage. Uh, all right, roll to convince him again. Uh, presence daring medicine. medicine. Presence? That's yeah. my worst. Oh, no. Or, or daring. You could use daring. <laughs> and then... Um, I'm going to use my two momentum that I generated from my previous check. That's fair. You're going to get an extra die because of the preparation you had did in before. Okay. All right. Well, like fine, you actually man. gave him a condition. Yeah, we actually did it this time. Instead of being like, here, yeah. do this Alka-Seltzer <laughs> and pretend like you're, you're sick. Which is admittedly we'll not just actually just make you sick. <laughs> All right. Five success. Damn. Well, yes, that is enough. 
<laughs> it's fine. I will escort you to sick bay. Thank you. Oh. I should yeah, tie uh, him up. He will be difficult to move. Uh, yeah, we don't want him to hurt himself during transport. Yeah. He <laughs> so he wrangles Platt down and like holds you against the ground and basically just ties you up in a bed sheet and drags you along the floor to sick bay. <laughs> just kind of mouthing sorry to myself like as we're walking behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, life doesn't always go as planned. You arrive in sick bay, and there he puts him in a bio bed. Mm-hmm. Says, "Do what you must," and I'll go about. And he just kind of like hangs out in a corner and watches you. I'll go about treating, treating his condition. All right, which I know exactly how to fix because I caused it. Because you caused yeah, you it. Caused like, let's just neutralize this. Necessine, so. Uh, yeah. All right, so um, I'll give him a little something for the bruising and the pain too. <laughs> so at this point, we're going to cut back to. Thrashiv and his uh, his dirty dozen, or I should say, dirty Gwent, <laughs> dirty almost half dozen, dirty oh. almost half dozen. Yes. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, this is not a suicide mission. And if it is, I hope you're either um, Charles Bronson or the other guy whose name I can't remember. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was this? Why am I wasting time trying to figure out who he is? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, is there more crew quarters in between where we were and where we're going that we could set some more people free kind of thing? Yes. Uh, there are probably, let's say, three crew quarters between here and, uh, well, in the immediate area. Okay. Uh, Lee Marvin, by the way. <laughs> is there any... Um, Security officers amongst them? Uh, unfortunately, no. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm on a technical test bed, and we're a little short on security personnel. I don't know what. I don't know what's up with that. Well, I mean, sometimes they don't think you need that much security on test bed. <laughs> uh, they really only expect you to be out here for like six months, and then bring it back in. See how it went. Uh, okay. So, how is the like? We get the people out of the room. I'm assuming that because we didn't really. Right momentum last you're not gonna make me roll again um is it like we're having to fight our way down the hallways or are we kind of like just no so there's there are all told like 30 klingon uh which i mean is enough for a prize crew but you know if you guys get out they probably can't hold the ship unless they're willing to kill everybody Mm -hmm. and they are i was gonna say they're klingons i mean yeah they're on board they are but they you know it there's a possibility that you could you know, get control of enough of the ship that they of the ship that they can't actually pull that off. Now, you know that getting control of the ship is just part one of a two part plan because then you have to escape with the ship. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't even begun to try to fathom how I'm going to get the Mercury away from the anyway. Yeah, no, there's there's still plenty of problems to tackle. I know. <laughs> okay, all right. As long as you're aware. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <sighs> here's here's what I'm thinking. Uh, if we're not really having to like fight our way, there's not a whole bunch of Klingons in between us. Uh, is there a point where we can stop off at like a weapons locker or anything like that? Like there has to be. I don't think I've ever seen that in the Star Trek thing, but there's got to be like somewhere. Mm-hmm. There. No, there are totally weapons lockers in like First Contact. I think. Yeah, there are weapons lockers, and you can uh, get to some. Uh, now those will have Klingons there because that's a place you know that's that's a prime place where our insurrection will start. Right? It's funny how that works. Um, I would like to 
recon a weapons locker, essentially. Like, I don't want to, like, right. round the corner with the whole group and be like, hey, let's just charge down the hallway and hope for the best. Uh, but I'd like to, to see what the opposition would be and the potential to take a weapons locker. Well, so you, Tasai, your three other security crewmen, uh, and your, let's see, let's, let's come up with a number. Let's just say a dozen. <laughs> and your seven other uh, engineers, operations officers, and scientists are creeping up on the weapons, one of three weapon storage locations. One of three armories, let's say. Hmm. I mean, you, I would think you'd have more than one. Surely there are multiple throughout the ship, I would think. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I mean, I can't say uh, for sure. I'm not a... I'm not in and never have been in the... I'm assuming you'd like me to make a roll of some... Yeah, this is going to be creeping. This is a creeping uh, roll. <laughs> you creeping? Oh, God. I would assume it would be like a daring in security? Uh, no, not this time. Oh, this time okay. it's going to be control and security. Because mm. okay. you're trying to control yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Daring would be if you were just, like, kick the door in and the yeah. first cling on you saw. I'm not above that option either, but hey, let's try this the, the smart way first. Uh, control and security, okay. Got a success, me. Also gave you a threat. Go me. It's fine. He's got four, it's fine. It's gonna be good. Yeah, no, no bigs, no bigs. That puts him at five right now, shit. Oh, five? Yeah, it does. Oh. yeah I'm I at five. Him, I'm gonna start spending some of these. I gave him Rip. Rip. <laughs> that attack roll I did. But I succeeded, so that's the important thing, guys. You that's know? all that matters. That's all that matters. Keep a positive outlook. He's trying his best. That's all he can. <laughs> <laughs> so you arrive. Uh, yeah, there's two Klingons. They don't see you. Uh, they're standing outside of the door. Uh, they have disruptor rifles this time. Like, they're not fucking... It's like, yeah, battlets are cool yeah. and all, but like, hey, man, if we're actually going to guard these weapons, let's do it with <laughs> with something we can kill somebody before they get here. Um, is it reasonable that I would have had a stash of personal weapons quarters you do like you probably have uh three or four weapons of i'll say you have let's say you have four weapons that you can distribute and you can pick what they are but that's that's what that's how many you have because you know you're not you can't keep every weapon there and most of them one's probably a service weapon and and some of them are going to be personal i was thinking we're going to be personal two so i'm i am perfectly happy with four you're you're making it making my dick Um, well, everybody I know who's like super into guns has m- way more than they need. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, if you want to talk about my personal collection, we can we can get into detail. I was trying to keep it more reasonable for like you know in Starfleet, they're probably going to be like, you don't need to have a vault in your in your shared quarters. I mean, you so. don't. <laughs> but they're going to be like, all right, if you want to have like a bunch of these, that's fine. <laughs> but you know, don't go crazy in there. Um, is it within range of a phaser from where I'm at? Uh, you could have, uh, one or two phasers, yeah. Okay. Um, I know we don't, we're not really using all the mess of rules for this stuff, but it's a right. phaser and it does this, so I'd like to try to do a wide, the wide beam that effect. It does. And, and uh, get them both while they're standing there with their thumbs up their butt still? Yeah. So you're just gonna pop out and try and hit, hit them both with stun, or kill, <laughs> or disintegrate. I mean, I'm I'm happy with whatever it is that can get them both and render them 
inoperative. So uh, I'm going to say probably stun because uh, I don't think the phaser battery is probably going to go high enough for a kill on both of those guys. Plus, it would damage, you damage know, the, the damage stuff, stuff yeah. in the yeah the ship. Uh, so uh, it's going to be heavy stun. So they'll be out. Uh, but I'm going to need three successes. They are paying attention. Um, we'll just make this player facing. If you get three successes, you'll hit them before they have a chance to react. If you don't, and, and if you get any successes, you'll knock one of them out. So it'll just be you versus one Klingon with a disruptor. <clears throat> uh, so I will add a momentum. Okay. And get an extra dice. All right, down to three. Um, I don't think I got anything else special to do. Um, okay, so we'll do we'll get. See what happens. Two successes. Not. All right. Oh, that's not going to be... Con- well, yeah, it would be control and security because you're firing a gun. All right, so... No, it should have been... Uh, I mean, it could be daring. I'll let you re-roll it for, with daring because you're literally like, well, Surprise. the consequences if you fail are not going to be good. <laughs> YOLO. Um, Still oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, so... It was meant to be. Yeah, you pop out from around the corner and you blast them both with heavy stun. Uh, one Klingon is surprised, gets stunned. The other Klingon just dives down the hallway and comes up in a roll, and he's going to shoot you. Hey. Hey, good old Klingons shooting stuff. Uh, those are two successes, so you're going to get blasted. Uh, you get winged. Uh, I'm going to say you get burnt <laughs> by a disruptor ray as you sneak back around the corner. Uh, but the real consequence here is he's the rest of the Klingons are going to know that somebody is out and making an attempt on the arms locker. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's it's you and like eleven other people basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like no other roles needed. You're going to take this out, no problem. Um, you know but somebody else has a phaser. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to toss my phaser back down to the other guys that are waiting around the corner. Yeah, and tell them get to sick bay and then i'm going to charge back down and go get the klingon i see okay bold i'm going to i'm going to become the distraction so that i can make sure that those guys get to sick bay i understand once it once it went loud there's going to be people that are going to come investigate and i'm going to keep it loud uh away from where the job is getting done basically right <clears throat> cool so all right so they rush by <laughs> but he's busy engaged with you. So what is your goal here? Just to engage this guy as long as you can until they get past? No, I'm like, I'm I'm taking the ice axe and charging down the hallway and I'm going to go kill the Klingon and then I'm going to okay. get into the weapons locker and go like Rambo in the Jeffries. That makes sense. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I like the Rambo appellation. All right. So, uh, give me another roll. Uh, we'll see if you kill this Klingon. If you don't, the Klingon's going to incapacitate you. Okay, I'm going wind to wind up in the break. I'm going to spend another threat. Oh, dang. All right, I, I got am, a ton of it. It's going to start getting bad soon, guys. <laughs> I'm making a melee roll, so I'm going to I'm going to give myself a bonus here. That during insecurities, I charge headlong into a Klingon with a disruptor. Three nice. success. I'm good with it. All right, yeah, you obliterate that Klingon. He never saw. He, he never guessed that an Andorian would be as good as he was. He did not study Federation history. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then I'll I'll bust open the the weapons locker and I'll load myself down with with arms and armament. Then I will some guerrilla tactics all throughout the ship. 
and uh, try to keep them busy looking for me instead of chasing down the guys in sickbay. Right. All right. So uh, at this point, we're going to cut back to sickbay. Okay. Okay. So what are you, you've, you've administered what I imagine is a slow cure for, uh, for Platt's yeah. issue. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, the Klingons doesn't look like he's paying too close attention, but uh, you at least want to, I mean, it'll initially settle a lot of the issues, but I don't want him to be uncomfortable for too long, but yeah, we right. don't want to, you don't want to just be like, Oh, he's better now anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he maybe, so he wanted to get to sick bay. So once once he's sort of at the point where he can communicate again, I want to find right. out what the specifics of the plan was. Now that we're here, make it up as I go. <laughs> if they exist, yes. Oh yeah, if they exist. What? All right. What? Um, well, since we're at six bay, uh, six bay two, and that has at least one of the computer systems that's <laughs> excuse me more that, that is at least seems to be more operational. Maybe trying to access that's uh, that's like first access environmental control. See what we have access, what we can pull off from there. Okay. Or, at least getting from that and then doing a possible node by node communication restore because we're going to need a lot of other people on this. But I guess the first thing we need to do is take care of our guard in here. Yes. It's um, just the one or did multiple? Just one so far. Okay. Okay. Um, again, if there's a medical role, is there a particular, uh, a particular uh, anesthetic that would knock out a Klingon for a really long time? I mean, yeah, you got whatever you need in the. Sick I mean, bay. There... the question is going to be applying it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, I was wondering how much we could do without even alerting them. Just at the if the reply gives me kind of instructions. You know, it was a rough year, but I was I did I did my year of engineering extension at Starfleet Med, okay. and uh, you know maybe you can tell me what to what to do okay uh yeah no i could do that as well if we don't want to try to alert him and then just kind of keeping a hypo spray off to the side in case he gets really yeah i will definitely have a very powerful sedative prepped or if you want to put it in my hand because if i'm sick right now and he doesn't he won't see it coming for me possibly oh yeah well we'll just keep your hand up under like the little chest restraint so he can't see so i'll I'll say that that's something else that he can do with it all right um so uh what we need to do is um Fire, it's like figure out where we need to replace, uh, essentially create a pathway of what we need to replace for, um, oh, it's the isolinear chips for the, uh, for our bioneural, uh, feet, our bioneural links in order to basically get a connection back down to main engineering. So the first I okay. think I would think of that is, and I, I could do those calculations in my head if you want me to make a roll, how many nodes would we need to connect in order to get down there? Uh, so would that be uh, an insider? Re- Probably insider? it would be um, that would be reason and uh, engineering because you're reason it's an engineering problem. How many? What is the lim- least number of nodes we have to connect to get <laughs> to main engineer? Okay, yeah. So basically, our our, our seven six degrees of Kevin Starship. So yeah, exactly. all right. Okie dokie. Uh, one success. Uh, well, uh, seven. Seven. That's okay. The route you can think. That's a that's okay. a lot. And are these ones that would be accessible possibly through uh, like through different Jeffries tubes uh, connections? Uh, yeah, they won't all be in one row. That's fine. As long as uh, my my concern is maybe getting around the ship without being noticed. So, I mean, like you can't, you won't be able to use Jeffries tubes to connect to the other tubes unless you're willing to take like a long time getting around it. Uh, you're gonna get 
the, the thing is, is uh, you're going to run into some problems. Probably you'll get caught eventually because you have to cross from, you're either going to have to, like they're going to notice you're gone and out of sick bay. Some, at some point they're going to come to change that guard as you guys, are, that's, yeah. that's what the issue comes in. So it's um, trying to get it as quickly as possible. Right. So. To do it as quickly as possible, you have to, you'll have to leave a Jeffrey's tube and then run like across a couple hallways to the next one. That would be the fastest way. Okay. So maybe the point, the first point should be reestablishing communications and then being able to do that once we have maybe multiple people that can go in and out of the Jeffrey's tubes. Yeah. And and how much can we do remotely here versus how much do we have to do physically along the way? Uh, I mean, as far as activating the backups, uh, because of the way the Klingon shut the ship down, like you could mm-hmm. set up an alternate control center here. Uh, and then somebody will have to go and add each node. Uh, once you get the nodes to main engineering, you'll basically have control ship uh, because you'll have a control center in sick bay and then a line of backups leading down to main engineering, which through which you'll be able to access the rest of the main uh, computer lines, if that makes sense. I'm not okay. sure it does, but if it does. Okay. So at least, uh, so would that require us to, it could would that be done by one person, uh, one person uh, slowly, and then maybe shifting out until we have backup? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, like one person can do all the nodes and it does not require any expertise. Okay. Um, just changing it. Literally get there. Yeah. Switch the, switch the node on, which should happen automatically. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem. As long as if you go there and you physically, it will act. Okay. Now, um, normally it only activates when there's a fault. Um, so alternatively you could try and create an enormous ship wide fault, which will activate all the backups. Uh, that will be harder, or at least a different kind of hard, than running all around. Okay. Um, all right. So at least it. So I'll just have to basically it. So it would be di- what kind of role would we be able to do a role specifically to expedite that or uh, expedite which? Uh, be, um, sorry. The uh, uh, damn it, I can't even think today. So uh, to basically the programming to basically make sure that these can link up in a way. Um, you can use. Uh, I mean, you can you can create a map that will show you how the, what the quickest route is to get there. Okay, that's something you can do with the tricorder. Okay. Um, if you had more people, you could send a you know more people out, and that would make it faster. I mean, there are reinforcements on the way. Okay, uh, we just don't but know how. We don't. We don't, don't know, know that. that, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. And to create the the huge system wide fault, you could theoretically do that through main engineering. But that would basically mean, like, uh, releasing a very dangerous actual factual disease into the neural network. True. Uh, as opposed to just a regular one. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, um, ooh, ooh. Sorry, just some th- dumb thought. I've gone, gone through with this because, uh, shoot, try to think. Cause, um, so it, you're saying that we're, or, uh, so we're in the. Uh, it's like we're in the. Uh, you say that we're they were right before the Dominion War, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm sorry, I'm really trying to think of years right now. So has it, so Voyager has been lost for just one year now, less than uh, yeah, yeah, less than a year. I would say just yeah, less than a year. Okay, so I was trying to think of certain things. Well, I, I get a bullshitting time. I it since we're the test bed right now. Do we have an an EC eight? Uh, 
yeah, it's like E M H. Uh, emergency medical technician. Uh, um, hologram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's tricky because technically that's like a ship thing you purchase. Oh, is it? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just using story. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I should. Yeah. No, no, that's know. fine. That's, you had the book, and I was—I did not even. Th- I was just thinking on story times versus actual yeah. ship ones too. And guy, it's—it's been a long time since we actually created the ship, so I didn't even think about that. Um, shoot. Okay, but uh, but in that instance, though, um, uh, are would there? It's like would there be some place on the ship that actually does have sp- spare hollow emitters? Uh I mean, there's a hollow emitter in the sick bay. It's just there's no program for this. Okay, that's fine. So is, mm-hmm. if I can get one of those, maybe place it in a hallway and put it on a loop where we it would provide a distraction when I needed it. Sure, that would be uh, engineering and uh, reason to just program a quick hologram. Could be anything. Yeah, and then to be able to basically take it out and put it somewhere else where I can right. say like, hey, this person's running around here and it'll at least get the visual attention of the Klingons. So, all right. Yes. Uh, and yeah, just in case, this is an, I'm going to go ahead and use one momentum on that because I want this to work. Boy. And uh, and I'll ask since you know, or did I already make the argument of hollow hollow emitters with replicators? Uh, uh they are they are different. Okay, not the same. Kind of similar technology, but all right. <laughs> nothing, nothing nope. in a cop. God I mean, you made something. It doesn't look real. Is the problem. I mean, you're not working with prime technology. Like, you're laying down on a bio bed, trying to hide it from a Klingon who's occasionally glancing in your direction. You're trying to program it with your tricorder. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, hey, another threat for me. <laughs> I, I really didn't mean to give him that, so... We never do. Okay. We never do. All right, uh, yeah, if we can knock him out, I can at least just start on my way and start pull, putting some of these in as needed. Okay, well... You have the you have the sedative. Oh, you're right. I do. I, I forgot. Add <laughs> in there. So um, I'm just gonna be pushing buttons and looking like I'm doing medical stuff. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll feverishly uh, pull it. It's like draw the Klingon over. It's like uh, and repeat back something like your. That's like your mother was dishonorable. <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Here's here's. Uh, give me a roll for that. I guess. Uh, uh, daring and command. Focus. Daring and command. Say it in yeah. Klingon. Klingonese. Oh. And you're you're trying to provoke him to come over. It Daring would also command. insight and uh, command would also work. Insight and command. Okay, we'll do insight and command. That's gonna be better. <laughs> so, yeah, for what it's worth, let's see. Uh, your mother smelled of elderberries. Oh, pretty. Mo- mostly insulting. I mean, it's insulting enough. He comes over yeah. and says, "Be quiet." Certainly, your, your mother didn't murder somebody for her elderberries. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Certainly, and hit him with the, okay, uh, yeah. the hypo him spray. With the hypo spray, and he goes down like a sack of rock. Oh God! So, um, I'll quickly move him into one of the bio beds with like the restraints. Yeah, put the field up. That's right. Yes, restraining field. All right. Hello, disruptor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now we're armed. Now it's getting serious. All right. Are, are you going to tie this Klingon to a gun or to a chair and then say, and then write a note on him and say, now I have a gun? <laughs> now oh, I have oh, a disruptor. That's right. <laughs> oh, her, her. <laughs> I won't lie. If I was there, I'd do it. <laughs> I know you would. 
and it's straight down to main engineering. That's right. You just, you just charge. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Time to charge now. Okay. Well, I guess now with the Klingon out, we'll also get a plat back up to full capacity. Right, just yeah. Cancel that ruse. Alrighty. Uh, and, well, okay, I will try to do something else. It's not going to be as great, but now that I have full of uh, a full set of my uh of the uh of my faculties i'm going to try for the hologram again but i'm going to try to scan it to look like this guy and standing in front of the door yeah so, we have full range of, of sick base stuff now if you needed to get to the computer yeah, or yeah. okay yeah. no, no role required for that just... okay so yeah we're going to i'm going to use that to basically create a hologram of this and uh let's toss a blanket over the uh, over the klingon in the bio bed so nobody mm-hmm. gets suspicious starfleet scum the reinforcements to show up and shoot our hologram. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know though. We don't know. Thanks, thanks for thanks for that threat. Because I'm going to spend the threat. The reinforcements show up and they blast your hologram. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> really? <I'm> a- <laughs> oh, so we have Klingons now. <laughs> when I said reinforcements, well, I meant oh yeah, no, oh, the fl- our yeah, reinforcements. Your, your reinforcements show up <laughs> and they. They arrive and they said, "Clear, I kill him." And so, like two phasers fire out, and the hologram gets disintegrated. <laughs> the hologram emitter gets shot. Uh, there goes your hard work. Did, did, did you realize how? Uh, really? I'm never talking again. Subtlety. <laughs> here and roll <laughs> I mean, stopping. I really do appreciate that. I will not stop. <laughs> I, I, will, this I will stop talking as of this moment, and not for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Starting now. Now. <laughs> now. Uh, uh, is, is is the chief with them? No, the chief is not with them. He's in the okay. Where he's getting all armed up so we can charge. Okay. Uh, well, since you're all enthusiastic, why don't you come in here and we'll inform you of a plan that should be able to help us. Oh, uh, sorry. It's sorry. it's all it, it's all right, but one of you will have to stand guard there. Oh. Talk to Steve about his trigger discipline again. Arnie. All right. Uh, how many? How many reinforcements? I mean, do it, we have? it is it is Crewman Steve. Oh, it's just, oh, oh, it's Steve. just Steve. Yeah, it's Crewman Steve. Oh, well, Crewman Steve Steves. His parents were cruel. <laughs> God. Damn it. It, it, it! Is there any? So it's just Steve. Nobody else. I mean, it's Steve and like the other eleven dudes. Oh, the okay. Let's see. All right. So I run over the plan. Give each of them, and we have eleven. <laughs> oh shit. Steve Steedman, so and give them each of the isolinear chips that we need to connect the uh, sick bay computers to primary engineering, and hopefully set up an override. Great. So, uh, uh, do I need a pres? I guess presence and command to get this through, or presence and engineering to say do this, so we it's don't going die. To be presence and command to give them the appropriate instructions. Uh, okay, and uh, I am doing a determination on this right now. <laughs> that so, makes sense to me. Yes. So that that so how me. how are you going to uh, how are you justifying? Oh oh yeah, I forgot to do that through uh, one of my values. Right. At um, three dozen heads are better than one. None. Uh, yeah, I think that is appro- appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> we need all of the help we can get. <laughs> all right, so that'll be automatic success on that for one. And uh, let's see. Yep. And I guess focus on here. Uh, well, darn it, has astrometrics, but oh well. God fuck. Damn shit. <laughs> so three. I'm, I'm but, trying not to kill you guys, but you're making it real hard. It's truly our best of both worlds. Uh, no, I'm going to say we're not making it hard. The random number generator is making it hard. 
<laughs> I yeah, have done nothing but skins. push a button. Remember, when you kill us, that that's your decision and yours alone. Only you. <laughs> Only you are responsible. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so they're going to all scramble off. So they will follow the, the instructions. Uh, so it should only take 20 minutes if everything goes right. Uh, I'm going right. to spend two threat. Everything does not go right. <laughs> so, uh, which you aren't aware of, that basically Dashiv is aware of, and that the people you talked to did not advise you, is that the Klingons are aware that there's a breakout in pro. Good. Uh, Great. So the first thing that happens is uh, they shut down the environmental controls. There is now no longer any environment being produced on the mercury uh the second thing that happens is they turn off the gravity so So now you suddenly are all floating and you know that it's not going to be long before the mercury is running out of uh old good old 2o or o2 i should say let's put that in the right order o2 what's what's 2o what o2 is oxygen i just reversed the order i was like what we're gonna be out of 20 what 20 are we out of what i don't know what $20. $20. The $20 you pay me every week to make sure you don't. <laughs> 20 strips of latinum. 20 strips of latinum. Of gold press latinum. Uh, righty. So, okay. So you have that. That's an issue with it. Um, hmm. So let's see. And they're doing, and they're, and this is from the main engineering area, right? Uh, yes. Is where um, they're taking that from. So, yeah. All right. Um, how is the zero G training with everybody here? Not great. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, eh. I mean, it's like they can do it. Like they won't, nobody's going to like throw up or be completely lost on how to operate, but no one is an expert because not too many people need to use zero G training. Um, it just doesn't come up that often. Is the All right. Problem. Um, all right. And we still have, uh, we, we still have the other area here, so uh, let's see. Life support's off, but is main power still up? Or, or sorry, is uh, like the computer core is down, but computer mm-hmm. core is down. Main All power right. is on. Main power is on. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna float over to the one of the the other sides of the walls. Uh, try mm-hmm. to locate the that would actually whatever is whatever conduit is power or uh, panel is powering the. Uh, uh, it's like the uh, gravimetric plating, right? And uh, well, I'll attempt to do a bypass from at least one of the other uh, things. Uh, actually, do I, I, I'm guessing we're med bad. Do we have a? Do we have enough? Uh, how many uh, medical tricorders do we have? A sick bay's uh, worth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot, many. Uh, keep throwing those to me so I can see if I can rig them up in a, into a battery. We don't need those right. at the moment. So, <laughs> well, I'm keeping my favorite one. That's fine. You can have the other ones. I I you, I saw the Hello Kitty sticker on it. I know so. the what the Doctor Hello <laughs> no, Kitty sticker. There's nothing. There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no reason to be no, ashamed. <laughs> there's no sticker. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we got plenty. I mean, we probably have even better things that have more power, like some of the lab equipment. That's true. So um, just try to rip. I was trying to rip off of that and see. <laughs> cables or something sure so, all right but yes i'm gonna try attempt to do a bypass and hopefully not screw it up this time oh that's that's the wrong itch i, I can't fix things with the command <laughs> just yell at it until that's, it works yeah work 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 <laughs> what's known as the payday method yeah <laughs> yeah let's try that again that's better all right 
So locally, uh, you will be able to act uh, gravity in this area. So the med bay and this and its surrounding environs have gravity. It's not ship wide. Meanwhile, back to Thrashiv. Thrashiv, you're uh, you've got a bandolier of phasers. You've got two, <laughs> a phaser rifle in each hand. <laughs> you've tied a red band over your uh, scalp. Uh, you've got I don't know some other crazy Federation weapons, and then all the gravity goes away. So all the bandolier, all the phasers just start like floating. Bandolier. Uh, <laughs> the belt starts floating up. Every, you, you are now floating in, in the air. It's going to make it a lot harder to charge down in the main. It is going to make things more difficult. Um, I don't want to like just charge headlong into anything. The point is to like make noise in one, one place, move to another place, and make noise there. Right. And you know, keep them thinking that there's either more, more people out and about doing things than there really are, or to keep them chasing after me while the, everybody else gets everything done. Um, and it'll be just as hard for them to come chase after me now that they don't have gravity anyway. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's almost good. But it's almost good. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, I want to go to, like, the next the next logical place where there's going to be guys, like, Klingons ready and waiting and go uh, harass and harangue them. Like the next uh, closest weapons locker or a critical junction point or something like that, where I assume there would be some Klingons to be had. Uh yeah. The next critical, the next closest place is going to be. Uh, there's a choke point in the neck of the Excelsior. I know it only has a short one, but there is a junction point in the neck of the Excelsior where there are a bunch of Klingons that are guaranteed to be stationed there because. If you're not going to use a Jeffrey's tube or go outside the ship, you kind of have to pass through this point to get into the engineering section of the ship. So you go down there and go duke it out with some Klingons. Unless you're just going <laughs> to use Jeffrey's tubes to bypass them. I mean, you could attack them from behind, maybe. Yeah. If they I, have if a I, behind. If, if I have an option to try to flank them, I would love that, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that is going to be a... Uh, let's take a look at the character sheet here. I'm going to say an insight and security role uh, to try and figure out how you can attack the Klingons such that they won't expect it. Oh, this is I'm, this is up my alley. I can do this one. Now. All right. Successes. All right. Yeah. So, uh, boy, you know what they really wouldn't expect if you... Now, this is going to be hard to pull off. But that boy, means you got to do it. Mm-hmm. No, they, <laughs> they really would not expect to get um, <laughs> to get sucked out into the vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> Bl- blown out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no one expects that. It's uh, so like the ship. They they figure they have total control of the ship, but you do know that, especially from the exterior, that you can act like if you can get outside, you can open any number of. Uh, 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 by the way, Burke, I I did catch that, and I apologize for my slightly ingrammatical. In- no, <laughs> It's a TNG reference, too, so it works out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, you, you have access. Like, you can open from the outside the exterior ports to the ship, um, and it's covered in them. Like, you've got one on every deck. And the decks here in the neck are real narrow. Now, mm-hmm. the problem will be opening the inside ones. But there's a security code for that. And if they haven't cracked that code, and there should be one pretty close to where they are, that would take care of all these guys for you. Oh, yeah, I am definitely on board with this plan. So, 
Uh, what you could do is take a Jeffrey's tube, get outside, crawl along the outside of the ship, open the airlock from the outside. Were you just laughing at me? Really? <laughs> crawl no, back. No, it, it, no, no, it's they go on the outside of the ship. So I mean, <laughs> ships have outsides. They that, have no, three that, dimensions. That, that, that's technically true. <laughs> <laughs> technically correct the best kind of correct it is so go on the exterior son of a bitch <laughs> the hull the hull of the ship <laughs> crawl down open an airlock crawl back inside and then open that airlock from the inside and keep it open uh that is going to be one of two roles you get to choose it's going to be either uh control and security again you're going Long and but that'll give you plenty of time to pull it off. Uh, or it could be daring insecurity, where you don't care what, about whether you get caught. Uh, but you're going to be with daring insecurity. You're going to be taking a greater risk of being shot before you get it open. Uh, so that's obviously a daring insecurity for me. There. <laughs> okay, yeah. Momentum. So I'm going to uh, actually. I think I'm going to spend a determination for this. Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, because difficult jobs are a personal challenge. Yeah, this is a difficult job. <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to go on your permanent record if it works. <laughs> it's probably going to go on my permanent record even if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's either going to be this was a great gambit. Let's think about using it again, or it's going to be like never do this. <laughs> don't 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 try don't to ever do this. <laughs> this don't. Oh, you're, How you? You're in the textbooks either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to do that. Um, okay, so I've got a question. I want to, by my actions, basically establish a trait for the other, the rest of the party, basically. Help them um, succeed in what we're trying to do overall, right? Yeah. So essentially, what I'm wanting to do is set up uh, like a trait for the ship or for the Klingons of like distracted. Right? Yes. Um, with that in mind, do you have a certain like requirement for successes? So you want to apply this to all the Klingons on the ship, I imagine. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. What I'm hoping is that I'm creating enough of a problem that like every Klingon on the Mercury is now like focused on. Should I do? Yeah, yeah. Depending so, on who you get, you know, you could throw their command structure on the ship into chaos, even. Yeah, you know, it can manifest that way. So basically, everybody else will get a bonus to the stuff that they're doing. Right. Um, in that case, I'm going to need four successes. Okay. I will also spend a momentum. All right. I will roll three, and I have two successes already for determination. And I don't think I've got anything else to... Any focuses? Uh, shipboard tactical systems? Yes. Okay. Uh, I will take that focus then. And here we go. Hey! Uh, <laughs> All right. You do it. Nice. Yeah, it ended up at six successes total, so we get uh, two momentum back for all nice. you guys that also may need to spend some momentum here in a minute. So how much do we have total, then? Uh, we should be back up to four. If That I'm is correct. Okay, cool. And I space some uh, some Klingons. Go me. Yeah, you space some Klingons. They go flying past you. One attempts to, like, slash you with its batleth as it goes by, but it barely misses. Man, that's a determined Klingon. I mean... <laughs> This is a pretty embarrassing way to die. Just get space. Yeah. No fight. At least when he gets to Stovacor and gets judged by whatever Klingon warriors are up there, he'll say, I'll tried! I tried! <laughs> at that point, they're kind of looking at it like, ah, now you're that. You, now you you're done, man. You just, one, so. 
Should have known. All right, so you space them, but they manage to alert everybody that you're out there, like spacing Klingons and killing them. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. The... Wait, so, hold, hold on. The alarm klaxons go off of the entire ship. There's yeah. Did lights. you also? Did you also just space them at like warp two? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're gonna get to the outside. Yeah, I mean, they're dead. Don't get me wrong. But they're going to be dead. extra they're dead still when in the warp bubble at the moment. Yeah, when they hit the edge of that bubble, there's going to be no recovering them. Who knows? There's there's going to be very thin Klingon particles spread all over uh, uh, this one stretch of the Alpha Quadrant. Beta Quadrant, I should say. Gross. I mean... Nice. I'm into it. In a good way. So, yeah. Uh, there's big alarms go off. Uh, they hit the red alert for the ship to alert every Klingon immediately that something has gone horribly wrong. Uh, so now they're after uh, Tashiv McLean. <laughs> uh, now I, I know what a replicated dinner feels like. <laughs> uh, so I will close the outside of this airlock and stay inside the ship. I'm not going to... No, you're not going to crawl around on the outside? Well, I, I may. I may get back out there again, but I want to right. run through the ship for now. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, so, let's see. I'm going to be heading for the bridge. Yes, that. let's see. I think I might actually be able to close this up, or at least this part. <laughs> uh, so let's get to it. Okay. So, you suddenly, it works. You now have access to main engineer. And then all those alarms go off. <laughs> Oh, okay. What, Enton? What did you do? <laughs> I mean, it seems like you did something at first. <laughs> um, I don't think that was me, Steve. I'm just standing here, man. <laughs> you guys, oh. guys got to get off my back. So I'm not going to worry about this at uh, at the moment, though. But in this case, we do have access to main engineering, correct? Fucking cause one plasma breach. Uh, yes, okay. you do have access to main engineering. <laughs> Full computer, we're going to do something stupid. So, how many Klingon life signs do we have on, on board as of right now? Uh, you have, uh, let's see, started with 30. <laughs> uh, Kill two. Uh, killed another six. One more. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. Oh. And we have the full processing power of the system right now. Yep. Guess who? Uh, it's like, and we have access. Does this give me access back to site to site transport? Yes, it does. Hey, everybody's <laughs> going for a ride. Rad. Where's so, it going? Uh, well, yeah, it's like the, I, I'm guessing the sensors picked up the, the the ones that were on the outside, and now they're gone, right? Uh, the sensors did not pick up the ones on the outside. Okay, they are dead, and they're technically not on the ship. That's true. So, well, at this point, yeah, I'm not really carrying it much because I'm very dead. So, and uh, well, oh shoot. Well, uh, where is our? Uh, it's like where is the biggest? Um, uh, it's like where is the biggest uh, cargo bay that we can uh, we can set up tra- uh, force fields on? That would be cargo bay one. Cargo bay one. So I am going to extend us, uh, like, see if we can extend those shields first. Actually, yes, that's going to be better right now. So basically, extend a shield and then transport everybody else in there and say, hey, guess who's going to be okay unless unless you want to be vented out into space or into okay. warp at this point. All right, cool. All right, so you <laughs> activate uh, 
aggressive. Yeah, dang, <laughs> harsh. You activate force fields in Cargo Bay 1, transport... Uh, do I need to ro- make my roll to get this off successfully? No, that won't require a roll. What will require a roll is intimidating these Klingons with death. <laughs> Actually, that is honor system code of honor because basically, unless you want this horribly unhonorable death, you're uh, going. I to mean, that's a good point. Yeah, it's like their worst nightmare. It's pretty and, bad. And I'm going to focus that by doing it all in Klingon. All right, nice. like that's why like assassins are used all the time because it like dishon- it not just kills the other person, but yeah, it dishonors them because. They and uh, does anybody mind if yeah. I just rapid spin momentum? No, go <laughs> for it. High high four momentum. Wow. Oh my god, this works. Um well you, you can want only two get left five days. Well you can't spend more than you can't roll more than oh, five. Oh you're right. I, I I realize that. So okay, just yeah. uh, I'll I'll go to I'll go to three then. So yep. Alright, so you have one momentum left. We're rolling five dice and I have focus. And wow. I'm guessing this is presence. Is this gonna be daring and command or presence and command? Oh it's definitely presence. Presence. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, they 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 a seed. <laughs> Although I do tell them all disruptors, and uh, I do open the bay, but it's force shield protected. All disruptors out the. Uh, it's like all disruptors out the the airlock. Uh, I would expect your batlists and your uh, doctors to be off in a corner. They will be returned. All right. Well, they dejectedly follow your instructions. <laughs> so now you don't know how long that's going to hold. You do know this. You're in command of the ship. There's another Klingon ship flying just ahead of you. Uh, you've got a pretty good beat on its location. It's cloaked. Shields are down. I think that's a tactical role for somebody else who can fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do, we have, do we have communications back up? Can, like, I talk I, to if you want to have communications back up, sure. I, I would like to, but I also don't know. I mean, that we yeah, just, that's, uh, that's a question to answer for Platt to do. Like, Platt, have you reactivated oh. internal ship communications? Uh, I can. Boop. <laughs> All right. So, and I would say, I just noticed. Now you can happen. contact the rest of the crew. You can let them out of their. I do an info dump and and leave right. that to uh, them. So, Thresh Eve, you receive the information. The Klingons are now in Cargo Bay One, and Platt apparently has control of the ship from Sick Bay. I'm... Also, Steve is there. Good job. Uh, excellent, excellent work, Ensign. I'm proud of you, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, doing what I can to keep everybody safe. I will. Um, so essentially, uh, Moros and uh, Platt are like the reigning like officers at this point. Essentially, right? Uh Morrow. I mean, probably somebody else who would outrank uh, Maro, yeah, but only Lieutenant Junior Grade. I have to feel like there'd be a couple of. Yeah, there are a couple of lieutenants left, Around. but they're all in like astrogation and nerds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be in like astrogation and uh, stellar cartography and, you know, uh, xenochemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, the Klingons thought wouldn't be that dangerous because they're scientists. Uh, so basically, I'm going to try to get, because I don't want to just do this on my own, what I have planned, but I'm going to get uh, the, the ensign and the top ranking couple people and then like my best uh security guys and we're all going to go meet um at a transporter room okay mm-hmm. uh because i'm going to offer them the idea of transporting a photon torpedo into the middle of the 
Klingon ship because we know roughly where it's at and its shields are down. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's a lot more um, sneaky than firing the photon torpedo from here. I mean, that's true. Uh, all right. You know, the, your best person for that is going to be Vlad because he's got the focus. Supporters. Yep. All right. Well, let's, let's do it. Uh, whoever you speak to will just agree. Like, they're like, you clearly have more, uh, a better understanding of the tactical necessities here. So I will agree to whatever your plan is. Okay. I'm going to take this out of the realm of like me role playing this. Okay. Cause I'm just want to make sure that we're clear that like I am literally saying I'm willing to blow up the captain and the senior staff that are on the Klingon ship. I just uh, want to make sure that like I'm, I'm, that's one of those things you got to run by everybody else. I mean, I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, mm, that's you know, like we can run it by other people. Uh, it's going to make this, I mean, there's going to be, I will tell you this, there's going to be a court martial after that. Yeah. I, mm. Like they, you might not get convicted, but it's going to be very heavily investigated. I, I don't get me wrong. I understand that fact. My, my thinking at the moment is that given the situation that we're in to actually affect a rescue of our crew while they're cloaked, I don't see how we well, can't like just scan them and find out where they are and, use the transporters to get them back on board. Um, uh, no. Uh, the only reason you know where they are is because John's knew where they were. Um, and because you have recent communications with the other ship, but the longer you wait, the less exact of a position do you have. Exactly. And like, I don't see a way that we could effectively bring back our senior staff. And there is absolutely no way that the Mercury gets away without disabling or destroying the Klingon ship. That's that's why I'm I'm at the point of like making this suggestion. It's we do that to the senior crew, and we feel like horrible, horrible people, and we get to live to suffer through that, or we try to make a break for it and get blown up, or we try to storm the their ship to rescue the crew and get and get killed horribly. Uh so uh, I will say this. Um, like, this is not what I had planned for the campaign. Wait a minute. If you blow up all the senior officers. Yeah, it's like a campaign ending. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be a problem. Well, I didn't do it on my own. Well, um, but there have to be. Star Trek, all right. So, like, there have to be other ways that we can, like. I mean, here's the thing, right? Disable could, the Klingon ship. You could. Well, I'm sure there are. I'm just. Uh, there's nothing that occurs to. So, at the alternatively. Uh, Platt would probably say, yeah, I, we could scan the ship very quickly. Um, or he could set it up so that the transports are active and ready to transport. Like, just get all the ship's transporters active and ready. And then, like, fire a warning shot at the Klingon ship and be scanning in the region you know where it is. And then as soon as you pick up life signs, like, transport them off. Uh, now that doesn't ensure the su- survival of the Mercury. Well, uh, just out of character, what happened? Why don't we just? Uh, what happened to just challenging the captain? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you willing to do that. Could you could? Well, what I'm saying is, like, we just, we just kill the engines on the Mercury. We just drop out of warp. They'll notice. Um, we can make it look like an engine failure, so they don't immediately know that we have control of the Mercury back. Yeah, it's it would not be hard. Damaged. Like, all it would literally do is like turn engine off and be like, yeah, it's fucked up. All right. Um. And then deal with them. Like I'm both in and out of character against blowing up the the command crew of the Mercury. Uh, that makes sense to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the player is like, this is a terrible idea. 
the, the, the character was like, I, I, I'm at the point well, where that's an acceptable risk. Now we know why you've been a chief for like 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, he's super good at his job, but I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> not, not command material. It's not command material. It's, doesn't I mean, quite, just, doesn't quite represent at, Starfleet values the way we'd like. I'm just looking at it from the idea of like doing what he just went through to get the, the ship back. Oh, like, no, I understand. Ensuring he, like the crew itself survives. He's, he's on a real murder high, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I still got to make sure the rest of the crew survives. Half of those senior officers are kind of idiots anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think Burke's plan is a good one. Uh, alternatively, mm-hmm. you could transport a you could transport a photon torpedo on the Klingon ship, the the Quag, I think I named it, and uh, with a timer that will start, or 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 not with a timer, but with like uh, it requires a constant feed, like a, a, a communications feed, to not go off, and then challenge the captain. Say, hey, we'll blow your ship up. You know, unless you come down here and fight me for the Mercury, and if I win, we just go our separate ways. You give us the rest of the senior crew back. Uh, but if you, like, put your shields up, well, it's going to cut off our communications and go off. Yeah, so I feel like if we, we kill engines, we can at least lure them out of cloak, because they'll just come to investigate. Right. Um, and then, you know, we could do it from there. So you could do that. Um, you could do beam low-yield torpedoes into specific regions yeah and just disable the ship without blowing it up right and then there would be no captain fight but on the other hand you'd be like yeah dog this is how starfleet do or, or that, that gives you that incentive because you can be like oh well now we're both limping along why don't we settle this right we could do it out ship to ship but that's toss up <laughs> or you can come and fight me and then then we'll see how it goes uh i mean i'm like i said i'm good with with either version of that so I'm going to say, Burke, whichever one you think is the better, one you like better, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like uh, you're going to get called on your bluff if you just say you're going to blow up their ship with their crew on it. But I, except you... that the Klingons don't know that. <laughs> that would be a role, and if and if that ship succeeded, the fair. Klingon captain would know one warrior from to another that, like, oh no, he will blow this ship up. That's fair. <laughs> well, so, oh, ooh, how about we mix? So we do the low yield plan, but also we don't tell them it's low yield, and we'd be like, "We'll blow up your ship." Right? Yeah. Like, we look, do that. So that if it does them. come to it where he's like calls you on it, you're like, "Fine," but then it doesn't destroy the ship; it disables them. It's like so same long. deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Combining plans. I'm with that. Um, so there's basically two engine the cells on the Klingon ship too, right? If it's yes. the ship, the ship layout that I'm thinking it is. Um, yeah, I would like to try to transport a low yield device to both in the cells, so that if we have to use those, they can't chase us with warp. Yeah, basically just disable their warp drive. That'll do it. Um, it won't blow them up. Uh, yeah, and the nacelles are big enough that you have a pretty good ideas that are approximate location. Well, we would know where they are because we're going to do the lure them out of cloak. By oh, you're going to lure them engine. out of cloak. Okay, yeah. Right, so we were going to yeah. feign engine failure in the Mercury. Right. Okay. I'm assuming that we're kind of in the middle of nowhere because we're kind of between systems. So I figure they Yeah, yeah, you are in the middle of nowhere. Um, they have been taking a very circuitous route back to Klingon space to make sure nobody they don't get detected. Yeah. Okay, so lay out the whole thing here. We're going to fake 
our own engine trouble to get them to, to turn back and come back and be like, what the hell, guys? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make that an Aaron roll. Okay. Sure. Once they once they come back and uncloak, transport the low yield weapons aboard. And also they... an Aaron skill. Right. Yeah. Two Aaron I can, rolls. I can, do, I can do part of that. I do have a, a transporters and replicators focus. And ah, nice. Is is like a secondary. Um, and then are we gonna try to? At that point, then we're gonna we're gonna have me challenge. Then you'll have negotiations with enemy captain. Okay. Uh, I gotta say, all, I prefer this plan because I thought it was gonna go disco there for a while. Well, we were getting pretty close, um, <laughs> especially when Aaron was being a real Tilly in his dorm. Um, uh, so also, um, since we're we're on borderline crimes anyway, Chief, how about we put you? In something a little more appropriate. We'll put him in like a command, like a lieutenant commander. Ah, nice. He's going to make his rank. Yeah, they don't know. They don't yeah. know. I mean, they yeah. don't. Yeah. We can just gather up some pips from, you know, this. He just replicates some. It's no big deal. Oh, I didn't know if you could just make your, it feels like. Yeah, you're... yeah. I'm a captain now. Um, I think, uh, I think they probably, I would hope that the uh, Federation psychology is advanced far enough that they would mostly be able to weed those people out of Starfleet. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. Okay. But yeah, so we'll, we'll make him look maybe, do they know they have the chief of security? I wonder, I wonder how much they know about our personnel log. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they, they've been investigating it slowly uh, because like they've been asking crew members on this ship, who they are mm. and other crew members they're aware of. So they all know who they, who know who the head of security is and all. Um, we, I guess you don't have to be might not, them. Sorry. Like there are other like related positions they might not know about. Like I was going to say that, or maybe you're not on the ship's roster because like he's an external consultant that just happened to be on board that they that's missed. In, also possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the interest of not rehashing this three more times. Right. Yes. Uh, one roll to fake the engines that we're going to yep. have Aaron do. Right. Uh, I'll do one to, to transport the... And then I get to do a second one to convince the captain to come uh, come get his butt whooped. Right. Uh, I guess let's make Aaron work his magic. Okay, let's do it. Roll them dice. Roll them bones. No. Nope. Right, that, that didn't work. Uh, yeah, that's not how that works. I, I screwed that up somehow. All right. I mean, it was a success, so you did that right, at least. I don't use character sheets usually. Those are both successes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, yeah, he fakes the engine failure. Like the the warp bubble just pops, <laughs> and suddenly the ship is at has zero velocity. Thank you, inertial dampener. That's right. Oh boy, it would be a real problem. <laughs> It'd be real messy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now give me that. Uh, give me that transport roll. So the Klingon ship slows down, comes to a stop, circles back around, uh, attempts to contact the Klingons. It doesn't work. Uh, this is a daring in engineering. I yes, it's very daring. <laughs> um, is there anything? I don't know how I could help. I don't. I mean, if you want to like help with, uh, I have reason in engineering. Sure. If you get a success, a, you'll give him an additional success. I do not. All right. Well, you gave it a shot. I did my best. Okay, daring in engineering. I have a focus. Focus. Uh, are we at one momentum or two? Uh, you are at one currently. Well, you should be at two because Aaron only needed one. Okay. Well, we're going to be at one then because I'm going to use one of those and get a get a moment. Rad. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just oh. missed. 
you just miss the the nacelles. Okay, so uh, detonate them. Detonate they're nearby. <laughs> you could blow. You could maybe they'll blow up the nacelles from the outside. Do it. Do it. Hit the button. Okay, I'll hit the button. See what happens. All right. Uh, so this is fifty fifty. Uh, oh so god. Uh, if it comes up a one, it blows up the nacelles from the outside. If it comes up a two, the yield is too low. Dang your peace-loving ways. <laughs> because if the yield wasn't low, just, just it would blow them up anyway. If we just go with my original plan, we wouldn't have to be doing all this crap. You still would have failed the teleport roll. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. How about how we got their attention? Um, yeah. Boom, boom. Now, you, so here's how this is going to work. You'd better lie pretty well because you're going to have to lie to him and say, well, they could be confused though because we didn't launch a torpedo. They won't know. No. There was just an explosion. Right. But they were definitely the explosion of Federation photon torpedoes. They don't know that. They're Klingons. Come on. <laughs> they do. They're Klingons. If they know, th- they, if there's things they know about, it's fight and associated. Like the, one, like the one thing they would know about. Yeah. Yes, you're like, those are like they know by sound. <laughs> I don't think it's unfair for them to just be like, oh, yeah, those are photon torpedoes for sure. What, what the hell? How did they get those there? Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to um, like hand, uh, basically, like tell uh, Aaron to like try it again, damn it. Right. And, I'm going to get on the the loudspeaker and start shouting at the captain to come fight me, basically. All right. So he's going to try it again. Um, you get on the horn. I would just do it again, but I don't imagine that yeah. it would work a second time unless I'm actively engaged the captain. Let's see what these rolls turned out to be. You turned the focus on, right? Uh, for... For your transporters and replicators. Yeah, I did. Okay. It's two 17s and a 16. All right. And I rolled a 19. So. All right. We're going to try with Aaron. Well, oh my God! He's like, uh, the, it won't work. They have their shield. Oh, man. All right. I mean, your shields are up now. <laughs> Such as for all the good it's going to do us. Yeah, they're twenty percent. Um, better than zero percent. Better than zero. So the Klingon captain comes on. And says, "What is the meaning of?" Um. So here's the deal, Captain. Uh, the the poor poor Klingons you left behind to. I guess guard my crew back here aren't around anymore. Uh, most of them didn't uh, didn't make it. Good chunk. Um, so you can send some more back over here, and we can repeat this process over and over again until you're out of men to send. Or you and I can just have a nice old-fashioned and to man cling on to Andorian uh, scrap. Winner takes all. If I win, you give me back the rest of my crew. I go on my way. If you win, you get to keep the rest of my crew, but we won't put up any further fight, and I won't blow up the ship. All right. So that's a roll, obviously. Uh, that's going to be presence. A roll for that? That doesn't just automatically work? <laughs> uh, presence and command. Hey, command is not bad for me, so that's, that's good. Uh, spend whatever you got to spend. Uh, I will spend my second. You're going to need three minutes. successes. I'm going to spend my second determination. Um, uh, peaceful mission still requires peacekeepers. No, no. Existence is, was, and always will be hard. That's, yeah. uh, that's a good one. Shit didn't work out for you. <laughs> you better make this work. <laughs> uh, so I'll do that to get the, the auto crit. Um, 
and then I'm going to spend our last momentum just in case because the last couple of rolls have been pretty fucking shit. Yeah. That's going to make this fight with the Klingon captain something else. Uh, yeah. I don't have any focus to use, so I will just roll that right there. <laughs> there, fucker. Uh, so gain a threat and a got a success. Hey. <laughs> Joe's like, it shouldn't work. Hmm. I should just blow them up now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like you got one one automatic success and you got one success, but okay, you're so short of I the got, three required. You no, know, I did get the three and, because uh, I got the I got the two because I spent determination. Oh, uh, okay, that's right. That's right. And I get the, I, I rolled one. I just I, I, only, I only rolled one on three All dice and gave you threat. Right. All of our rolls have been over like eight. It's been seventeen or higher for like. Ugh. I don't know. It's bad. Uh, uh, I was right. right when I said that. The captain thinks for a second and he says, I accept your challenge. We will fight in space. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just kind of look at him quizzically and like, we are, we are, Captain, we are in space. No, you will fight me in zero gravity in between our two ships, recounting the glorious fight. Of general, and then he starts listing battle from <laughs> God knows how long ago. Uh, shit. Now, you've never, I mean, yeah, theoretically you know how to do it, but it's going to be hard to hurt somebody in zero-G, so there's nothing for you to, like, push off of. We're not even, like, standing on top of something with, like, mag boots to keep us... No, down. no, <laughs> just you're just floating out there in the middle of space. What weapons are we using? Uh, you will use whatever weapon you find that it is... A melee weapon. Okay. I'm on board for that at least. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Questions? Concerns? Lots, yeah. <laughs> um, I mainly want to do something. Sure. To, uh, are we off comms? We're off comms with the captain. Yeah, you're off comms with the captain. Because we need some momentum. Yeah, to bad. This. I want to, if he'll let me. Can I, with my knowledge of xenobiology... Are you going to pump them full of uh, performance I wanna, drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pump him full of... I was thinking stuff to help um, mitigate the effects of ZRG on his, like, balance and proprioception. Okay. Um, and, like, dull pain... Resp- just, like, dull pain response, increase endurance. I don't know. I just want to give him a little cocktail. All right. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that seems reasonable. I, I'm still going to classify that as in performance enhancing drugs. That's fine. But, you call it what you got to call it. But I mean, it, um, it counterbalances the the other captains apparently relish for fighting in zero g. Yes, and I'm, I'll use. I ain't going to complain I, about it. I just want to generate a ton of momentum, so I'm going to use my determination because I'm right. doing something that I know is wrong. We're kind of cheating in a fight to the death. Yeah, yeah. ends and means and whatnot. Right. Um. Okay. Otherwise, I don't know. That's that's successes. And then what? Reason and medicine with focus? Yeah, reason and medicine with focus. Okay. So that's five momentum now you got, buddy. Make it worth it. That's that's enough to bump pump up like two rolls pretty substantially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all for it, yeah. Working that system. You just feel like like laser focused. Yeah, you're you're super focused and you're like (laughs) you're kinesthetic. Sorry. I was going to say your kinesthetic sense is super heightened. You know, just instinctively where everything is around you. Don't get addicted to it, chief. This is a one-time deal. (laughs) 
I, I think of it as like uh, in Big Trouble in Little China when they drink the. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very positive attitude about this. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it, Doc. We got this handled. It's no big deal. I got this in the bag. Which way is the airline? Point me in the right direction. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. How do we get there? Like, yeah, we're going to be transported to that location. Okay, so that we won't have momentum. I get okay, that works. Right. I was like, I don't even know how the hell you're supposed to meet you up blast each other out the airlocks at each other like Dragon Ball Z style. I mean, kind of. I mean, that's that's the opposing captain's plan is to like <laughs> jump, fire himself out of a torpedo tube <laughs> at the opposing ship. All right, like you're supposed to both meet in this one location in space, and he's going to give himself the advantage of traveling okay. very quickly when he arrives. If there were rails in space, we would be off. There. I just want to be clear. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> this is, it's an insane plan, and thus your opponent has come up with an insane answer to the plan. Also, we've had insanely bad luck in working yeah. towards this plan. Also so true. I feel like it's, it's all come together. Oh, it's great. In this Fantastic. moment. I love it all. Uh, so do we actually, like, do we know that that's his plan? Like, is that understood that he's going to literally try to shoot himself at me? Uh... Probably not. Like, you know that he said that I will not transport over. I will. I've, so uh, if you want to give me a, do you have anything on Klingon culture? Uh, I don't have anything directly on Klingon culture. No. All right. Well, let's uh, see if uh, I know Aaron's got Klingon stuff, but he wouldn't necessarily know this. Uh, let's say, give me an insight and Insight insecurity. insecurity. You're to try and like think back and remember if this was ever covered in Starfleet Academy. Well, yeah, I do have a focus in melee combatant. So, all right. Um, so maybe it's, maybe it's a thing I've heard of. Like, listen to this crazy ass Klingon story and what they tried. Yeah, to yeah. Well, two successes. I'll take it. All right, then you have heard this story, um, and what you've heard about it is that yeah, the captain who won fired himself out of a transporter tube, out of a torpedo tube at his foe and <laughs> stabbed him directly in the heart. It's the, it's the craziest ass thing you've ever heard. Man, the world's wild, y'all. That's, that's impressive. Okay. Klingons um, are, are out there. Huh, yeah. Um, okay, so here's what I want to do real quick in preparation. All right. I want to take a couple of something, something fairly small and dense. It doesn't matter what. If he hits at speed, it's gonna fuck his world up. Yeah, uh, like I'm assuming I can't like take a jetpack or anything like that out. There. No, no, no. That's against the rules. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to transport out there so that I'm motionless. Right. Drop off like a few things of significant density, and then like pop a seal for a second on my suit. Okay. So I move myself. All right. And he ballistically hits the the debris that I leave behind. <laughs> yeah okay all right so you're just gonna juke him <laughs> you're gonna juke him into killing himself is what i'm hearing yeah yeah <laughs> all right sure this is the least star trek episode of this show but yeah, yeah. i always thought this campaign would end up between like tng and ds9 but we've ended up between like ds9 and disco yeah, <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm not complaining. But all right, yeah, let's do it. Uh, sure. Um, okay, this is daring and security, a hundred thousand percent. 
Okay. Um, You've got so much momentum. There's no reason not to roll five die. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm going to spend three momentum on this and just go straight to five. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think I've got like a focus or anything to really work on this, though. Unless, unless melee combatant works. I'm dumping all my threat, by the way. <laughs> so I am also rolling. Well, I'm rolling four dice. It's you know, they work the same. Uh, they combatant work for a focus or? Uh, yeah, that's that will work as a focus. <laughs> yes, wasn't melee sure. combat. Not quite, you know. But okay, here we go. Ready? Nobody yep. look. Don't walk. Oh my god. <laughs> Ready? Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, you win. <laughs> so I got four successes. Uh, and you got six. So he fires himself out. You can see him as he's approaching. You just get transported out there. Uh, and he's got a grin on his face, and he's got a bat lift, and it's pointed directly at you. Uh, and you just, yeah, you just, like, outgas from one... You you disable a seal and you just blow away and you leave a bunch of <laughs> very very dangerous at this speed detritus floating there that he crashes into and it just rips his his suit apart his vac suit tears to shreds and he's gasping for breath and he flings his batleth over his head and he's now he's tumbling away from both ships grab the batleth almost... of the roof you killed him <laughs> yeah that's easy. Uh, you can hear try. both ships like you could definitely almost hear the, the Klingon ship collectively groaning <laughs> and the Federation ship collectively cheering uh, and then there's there's a, a pause of 10 seconds where you're literally staring down an entire Klingon battle <laughs> you're looking right at it and then I'm it just turns that. and leaves it just I, turns I, and goes into warp I'm thankful that uh, I didn't get blown up just then, and I'm also thankful for the suit that I'm wearing, because then nobody will know I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I won't lie. Like, that got a little uh, a little more Star Wars than Star Trek, but holy shit, yeah. that, was, that was fun and exciting. I won't uh, lie. <laughs> yeah, questions, comments, suggestions? <laughs> <sighs> Don't let the next the next few episodes will probably have to be a little maybe low key licking our wounds type. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Just just around the ship, I would say would be my suggestion. I think we need to come down off that high. Yeah, letting the chief come up with plans uh, is also a good idea. Well, I can guarantee you that the ship is going to be at star base, uh, whatever the star base is. I didn't I didn't write it down. Station, the one out by the Shackleton. Yeah, yeah, and. getting repaired because it needs it so that'll be kind of a lower key we do a little bottle episode in the starbase yeah yeah yeah. and then the one after that will probably be pretty low key too or at least not like crazy battles sounds good so if you want some if you want to come down absurd high join us next time (laughs) (laughs) oh man that was Uh, good i had a blast man that's that's not (laughs) i had fun too but that's not exact that's not at all the tone that I thought this would take. I thought it would be much grittier. So I have a, a vignette I want to do with the chief at the beginning of next episode. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All yeah, right. Um, so yeah, so yeah. bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>